0: Hello and welcome to the Query Show, a podcast to help writers get published. I'm Blair Thornburg, your host slash editor slash query critiquer. Thank you for listening. This is the inaugural episode, and I really hope you like it. Uh, before we get to the meat of the show, let's just talk briefly about what the whole deal is here. So, query letters. Love them or hate them, they are an intractable part of the publishing process. If you want to publish a book, you need an agent. I mean, you need to write the book, but after that, eventually, you need an agent. And if you want an agent, you got to pitch them a book. You want to pitch your book? You got to write a query letter. Query letters are like cover letters for your novel if your novel were applying for the job of getting published. They are short, catchy, hooky summaries of the plot and characters with a little about you, the author, that ideally make an agent say, yes, give me this book. So why a podcast specifically about query letters? I have a few reasons. First, writers kind of hate query letters. No judgment, I hated writing mine too. Uh, and you have every right to hate them. It's hard to summarize a novel that you feel so strongly about. Query writing is like sales pitch writing, which is not the same thing as novel writing. Some of the best authors I know have admitted to being miserable queryers. So Solidarity. Second, I have read a lot of query letters in my day, uh, more on my professional past in a sec, but um, typically I would read around 5 to 10 a day, sometimes more, sometimes less. After NaNoWriMo, it was more. (laughs) And that's not counting critiques or workshops and favors for my writer friends. So basically, I know a thing or two about query letters. I've seen the common mistakes, and I've seen what totally works. Thirdly, if that's a word, which I think it is, I like making podcasts. So uh, in short, writers have a thing they want to learn. I know about that thing, and I also have a microphone. So, ta-da, podcast, straight from you to me. And who am I? (laughs) Right. um, I'm Blair Thornburg, a publishing person of many identities. Uh, In a day job sense, I'm an editor. I work at Dovetail Fiction, which is a YA packager and a sister company to working partners. Uh, And that means I basically just think about what's new and exciting in publishing every day for my job. It is the best. Uh, And before that, I was a senior editor at Quirk Books, where I spent five and a half years um, editing pop culture-y kind of fiction and non-fiction, including titles you may have heard of, like The Fangirl's Guide to the Galaxy, or Geekerella and its upcoming companion, The Princess and the Fangirl, which is going to be great, and uh, a ton of other titles. I also got my MFA in writing for children and young adults at Hamlin University, which was the best. I learned so much stuff there, and I love that place. But I guess it also means I have a degree in like writing for kids. <laughs> um, and finally, I'm a published author. Uh, my second YA novel, Ordinary Girls, comes out next year with Harper Teen. And my first ever picture book, oh my god, I'm so excited, called Skulls, comes out next year from Athenaeum. OK, so let's dive into our first query. Um, thank you to Lisa for sending in this query letter for a picture book. I really appreciate you being brave. Um, I'm going to read the query in its entirety and then go paragraph by paragraph with my thoughts. I've taken out all the identifying information from this query, but left in anything that I felt was important to the tenor and voice of the letter. So here we go. Dear Agent, congratulations on your new position at Agency. I have enjoyed reading about your trajectory in the business, your love of picture books, and especially your love of stupid humor. When I told my family that in my next life I'm planning to be a stand-up comedian, they just laughed. To which I replied, see? My children call that mom humor. I just call it funny. With all that in mind, I am delighted to present Pirates. Yes, pirates are pirates. They are also rats. And they don't want gold, they want pie. This 339 word read aloud picture book for ages three through seven takes the high seas adventures of Josh Funk's Pyrosaurs and serves it up with a side of frenzied foodies as in Adam Rubin's Dragon's Love Tacos. Pirates better hurry up and find some pie because their stomachs are screaming. Out on the open seas, pirates survive a typhoon, a heatwave, and non-stop tummy-teasing. They finally arrive on a deserted island and follow their noses to a beach cafe, only to find that scallywags beat them to it. You can't always get what you want. Luckily, when it comes to dessert, swashbuckling pirates always get what they need. I recently graduated from an MFA program. My submission-ready picture books in both prose and rhyme always include some aspect of food, fun, and small acts of kindness. My published short stories can be found in various literary magazines, such as names of magazines. I am a member of SCBWI and Julie Hedlund's 12x12 Challenge. I look forward to hearing from you and can be reached at my contact info. P.S. I love Carrie Underwood, too. Okay, let's take this paragraph by paragraph. First paragraph. In the abstract, I would probably say, don't beat around the bush in the beginning of your query. Get to the story. But this intro paragraph with congratulations and news about this agent's career, their love of humor, and a joke about mom humor is tailored to a specific agent, so it's personal, and it shows a connection to the author's shared sensibility with this agent. Also, it's funny, and you can always kind of bend the rules if you pull it off. This query definitely pulls it off, in my opinion. That author should maybe take up the stand-up comedian gig. So the second paragraph. With all that in mind, I am delighted to present pirates. Yes, pirates are pirates. They are also rats and they don't want gold, they want pie. This title is adorable. (laughs) I love a good pun. Uh, The first paragraph of the title summary does a lot of things very well. It includes the actual title of the book, which is great. Uh, It lays out the premise super simply, pirates are rats who want pie. Uh, This also establishes what the characters want, the seeds of conflict. This 339 word read-aloud picture book, this includes some of the tombstone info about the book, including the age range, the type of book, and how long it is. This shows that the authors done their research by including the appropriate word count for the type of book and the age range. They note that it's a picture book, and the word count backs that up. It's not too long, and it's definitely not too short. The age range is also appropriate, although since this is a pretty typical age range for picture books, I don't think you necessarily need to include it here, but it does match. Finally, in the last sentence, we have comp titles, Pyrosaurs and Dragons Love Tacos. I love comp titles. Comp titles are comparative titles, although some people say competitive titles. I think that's a distinction without a difference as far as queries go, so I just say comp. Comp titles are recently published books with a similar plot or setting or just kind of vibe to the book that you're querying, and comp titles help the agent situate where your book fits in the market. Comp titles are super useful because agents can use them to pitch editors, kind of one of those, if you read X and liked it, you'll like Y, this new book. And then the editors can even turn around and use those same comp titles to pitch their acquisitions team and acquire the book. So in this case, these two comp titles feel spot on. Pyrosaurus speaks to the animal pirate angle, and it has a similarly fun pun title. And then Dragons Love Tacos has the similar animals who love food conceit, which is pretty much what the author states in the query. Uh, Dragons Love Tacos is also a big book that's very popular and sold a lot. I think I saw at the kids bookstore the other day they had plushies of the characters. Popular books can sometimes be dicey as comp titles because if a book is very widely popular, like Twilight, then it becomes too broad to actually help position your book in the market. It becomes a juggernaut that's kind of a brand unto itself. But in this case, I think Dragons Love Tacos works as a comp title. It feels genuinely similar to what this book is doing. However, We don't at this point really know what the plot of this book is. So my big suggestion here is to move the comp titles info to after this next paragraph. That would let the author show how the comp titles are a fit for the book before telling the agent what those comp titles are. Kind of classic writing advice, but it holds true here. Now we get to the plot summary paragraph. Pirates better hurry up and find some pie because their stomachs are screaming. Out on the open seas, pirates survive a typhoon, a heat wave, and nonstop tummy teasing before they arrive at the deserted island. I think this plot summary is super fun. Uh, What it does really well, that's especially important in picture book queries because a picture book query can almost be as long as the picture book itself, which is fine, but it showcases the flavor of the language that's going to be in the book. We have a phrase like tummy teasing, which is fun, and then deserted island is a super cute pun. It's deserted with two S's in case I'm not enunciating enough. So you get the sense that this book really will be a fun read aloud, which is um, what the author said. I might tweak the phrasing on their stomachs are screaming, Um, because it sounds a little intense or even painful. Um, I think a word like rumbling would be a better fit for appetites. That's a little less um, dangerous and dire. Then in the second sentence, out in the open seas, pirates survive a typhoon, a heat wave, and nonstop tummy teasing. Here, I want to know more about the obstacles that they're facing. There isn't an explicit connection made to suggest that these natural disasters are what's keeping them from the pie. That is to say, the cause and effect isn't quite there. The sentence is more of a statement than either a cause or an effect. This could be solved as simply as putting but at the beginning of the sentence and adding a phrase like have to or must to drive home the urgency of surviving these disasters and what that has to do with their overall goal. And when it comes to the last two lines, again, I love the language at the beginning, but I think these last two lines can work harder. You can't always get what you want. Luckily, when it comes to dessert, swashbuckling pirates always get what they need. These lines don't give away the ending, which is good. You want to kind of point in the direction of the ending without giving it away entirely. But these lines also feel generic and not as delightful and specific as the beginning of the summary. The author's shown that they can write like that, and I encourage them to push here too. Not getting what you want, but what you need instead is kind of what every book is about, arguably. (laughs) Um, So again, I would just push the writer here to get more specific. These lines don't suggest that the pirates have any agency in solving their problem. We want to see characters who take action, and this somewhat impersonal phrasing hides whatever action they're taking. So what do they do to achieve a resolution? What do they learn, or how do they change? Um, Kind of standard questions for a plot, but important to work in at the end of this query and to do it with a fun language that the author has shown they have a great command of. Finally, the biographical info, um, MFA program, uh, the types of books this author writes, uh, previous publication credits, SCBW. I can never say that SCBWI membership, um, and then their contact information. I think this is rock solid. It's short and sweet. Includes professional information, but only the stuff that's actually relevant to their writing career. Sometimes authors tend to give a full biography of born and raised and how many dogs they have. And unless your book is about how many dogs you have, it's not really germane to uh, a business letter, which is what this letter is. Um, And then an MFA and SCBWI, nailed it, membership. uh, These both show that this is a serious author who's really investing time into their career and their craft. And that's definitely a bonus. And then publication credits, having short stories published just means, you know, you know what you're doing. You can get published. And so it really just comes together to show that this is a a professional person with uh, talent. And then, uh, P.S., I love Carrie Underwood, too. I like this postscript, (laughs) but maybe that's because I'm also a Carrie Underwood fan. Um, I would say, you know, if you can hit it lightly and be a little jokesy and personal, especially if you're writing a funny book, then go for it. the show. We did it. Um, Thank you again so much for listening. This has been a joy to produce here in the coziness of my office. Um, Thank you again to Lisa for being brave and sending in your query. It rocks. If you, the listening writer, would like to have your query on The Query Show, that would be fantastic. Uh, Just go to thequeryshow.com and fill out the submission form. And um, I'd love to get a good uh, variety and diversity of queries on here so we can give advice to as many writers as possible and learn a ton of stuff. If you like this podcast, uh, please tell your friends, uh, your critique group, your fellow writing students, whatever. I would love to have a lot of listeners and get a lot of feedback and get a lot of queries to read here. Um, And please give the show a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening, because that just helps the show be visible. And then we can get even more people into the Query Show Nation. Also, if you like the show, uh, check out our Patreon and maybe become a patron. All the patrons get written copies of the critiques to download and study, which is really helpful if you just want to sort of stare at it on a page, Um, plus bonus episodes with um, FAQs from you guys, uh, deep dives on publishing topics, uh, critiques of first pages, so beyond just the query letter, but the actual book text, um, agent interviews, and tons of other good stuff. I do the query show because I love it and because it's fun, but it is a lot of work to tape and edit and host and put up a website and publish. Um, so patrons literally make that possible and, uh, get a lot of cool stuff too. You can also visit thequeryshow.com for more episodes and to join our mailing list. I don't know why I say our, it's literally just me. You can join my mailing list, the show's mailing list for a free querying workbook written by yours truly. And that's it for now. Thank you for listening. I have been your host, Blair Thornburg, and I will see you next time.